the fan's still broken. I think it's the following week. It's jaw-dropping, as the last one was, but for different reasons. This is APW, American Pro Wrestling, out of the Carolinas, I think. And um, last week I had real problems because nobody was announced. That's the same this week. The action in the ring was poor. That's the same this week. And the commentators were talking over everything. That's not the same this week. Same people, but they're not as... I use the word poor. I think that's appropriate. In fact, they made me smile at one point. That's a joke that makes me smile. I didn't chuckle, but at least I smiled. The corners of my mouth turned up. Unfortunately, so did the wrestlers. Now, the first one you've got is Chris James, who's a US champion, I think, versus Jet Morris. One of them's a champion. I presume it's Chris James. It's not explained to me. There's a hard camera on one side of the ring. That's usual. There's usually a roving camera. There's nothing like that here. And people are walking past the camera. So you see their heads as they're walking to the toilet or for a cigarette break or to get beer or whatever. You can see their heads at the bottom of the screen. Okay, the refer- the, the, the commentators are talking over the pins again here, but they might as well. There's not that much good work, but there is something to talk about, including a very nice Morris Rock. Actually, it's not, it's not very nice, but, you know, when there's nothing going on, just to have something is very nice. There's a, a Morris Hurricane Roller off the top, and then a sort of poor Nelson, uh, half Nelson suplex by uh, Chris James, which is called correctly by the commentators. That's a first. Then at the end, you get both the distraction from the outside, from Chris James' mate, his feet on the ropes, and a fast count for the pin, which the commentators fully agree with and fully accept, and he gets the pin. That's not good. Then you get Jimmy Valiant, he's written a book, and you can, we're on the internet now, mate. He's written a book and you can have a look at it. Um, Maybe this is from years ago. I don't know, but, uh, it's weird. Then there's an advert to come to Boiling Springs. I don't want to go to Boiling Springs, even if there was a pot of gold there. So, your main event is a six-man tag. I think I got these names right. They weren't announced. I'm having to crane my ears. Well, they were, but it's so muffled I don't know. The commentators don't really tell us who they are. The, um, there's no graphic or anything. That would be far too much outlay. So it's Dump Truck, who's a big fat bloke. Antonio Vargas, who's a big guy with dreads. Well muscled, and he's the only one who is in this match. He's making his debut here, and I think he's called Jay Stunner. Versus the sort of more nefarious team of Johnny V. Buddy Burke, I think he's called. He's just an ordinary, larger bloke with a shaved head. And Chief Jay Eagle, who has been wrestling since 1975, and it bloody looks like it. You know, he's got the feather haircut. He's got the Ricky Morton haircut, a big pot belly, and he's not, and he thinks he's something special. He's riling up the crowd. Well, not really. He's sort of jawing to them, but they're not really taking to him. It takes them ages to start. 
And when they do, I'm sorry they did. There's some stunners in there at the beginning. He, he, he puts an arm lock on after a, a, a drop toe hold. We're told by the commentators this is good mat work. While he's doing this, Eagle and Johnny V are just chatting on the apron. Even when he's rolled up into a pin, they don't go in to stop him because they're just chatting. It may be about, I don't know, stocks and shares. It could be the, it, it could be the price of gravy. I don't know, but they're just chatting. Anyway, they start to focus on the match and here comes Eagle. He's seasoned, as we know. He's only in there for a short time. It takes him longer to get out of the ring than he is in the ring. He get, It takes him at least 30 seconds to walk out of the ring. And he is in his own corner. He's so slow that action is taking place in the ring. And it's hitting him because he can't get out. The commentators say, you can't get mad at him. Well, yeah, you can, because he's crap and he should give up. There is a sort of half power bomb. He can't really get him up. So he gets him up to chest height and then just sort of falls down with him. It's called Modified. That's by Buddy. Buddy Burke? Yeah, it's, it's really crap. Then Eagle is in again. Oh, dear. And he throws Stunner out of the ring. And of course, because we haven't got any other cameras, he throws him completely off the screen. We can't see what's going on. He suddenly runs back in with a helmet on and smacks... Johnny Valiant into the into in, in the tum. No, Jimmy Valiant. Luscious Johnny V is someone very different. Jimmy Valiant. The ref is just at this point chatting with the other team, the two of them, whilst Vargas is being triple teamed by the other side. There's no reason for him to chat to them. So how you do what are you doing later on? Are you going to the bar? Oh, really? I understand there's a two-for-one on there. Anyway, I'll speak to you later, because I don't want the other, t- the other person to get triple-teamed. Yes. <sighs> Shocking. Vargas has got some moves. One of them, unfortunately, is a really poor rolling leg drop. It's not rolling thunder. It- it's like rolling farts. And then suddenly, the heel team all come in and just punch the ref. The bell is called for, the ring fills up with the locker room for no reason other than there's going to be some kind of battle royal in the next few weeks with weapons. We're told it's a double DQ. Why would it be? One of the teams just decked the ref, the other team didn't. And then you've got about five minutes left of TV time, if it is good enough to go on TV this. Mind you, you see some of the shite on there. We've got Channel 5 in this country and... Anything going on there is not ideal. But everyone's in the in, in, in the, the ring. A woman's screaming, stop it! Get out of the ring! And quite right too, the action suddenly then transfers off screen. Someone's on the microphone talking. I can't hear what they're talking about. Sounds like it might be a voice of authority. We're concentrating on the ring where people are just wandering about and doing nothing. Bear in mind, this is happening for about five minutes. He talks about if you want a match, you can have a match. Who? I don't know. And we can't see what's going on. This is the basics of filming. Make sure you're filming what's taking place. You you know, I mean, Hitchcock never did this, did he? You know, when the shower scene was happening in Psycho, he wasn't in the bedroom 
filming the, the, the dado rail, was it? You know. Anyway, you've got four minutes of this while people just wander around the ring. Then he talks about women wrestlers. Can't hear what he's talking about. The commentators aren't telling us anything. Then the ring's empty. And it's still all going off screen. And that's it. We don't know why. We don't know what happened. This is the poorest wrestling I have seen in many a move. And I've seen some crap recently. This is worse than the early 80s. And that was bloody poor. Inevitably, I'll be watching this again. Because it hits some kind of standard. And it all depends what scale you're using, doesn't it? It's extraordinary. On one scale, it's one out of five. On the other scale, it's a four and a half. And that's the scale I might well be using. So it's brilliant. Oh, God, I don't know where I am. Ta-ta.